Mums with Hustle podcast, episode 200. Welcome to the Mums with Hustle podcast, where you'll discover everyday mum entrepreneurs killing it in their industry. Learn the secrets you can replicate to create your own success with your host, Tracy Harris. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Mums with Hustle podcast. I've actually got a few butterflies fluttering around in my stomach right now because this is episode 200. Wow, 200 episodes. You know, when I first started this podcast, I had no idea what it would become. I had no listeners, none. I had never owned a business before. I had no Instagram followers, just nothing, no experience. It was purely about wanting to share my business journey in the hopes that it would help at least one person and make mothers who are also on this journey just feel less alone. And it was about uniting all of us in this shared experience of business and motherhood. It wasn't about excluding anybody that isn't a mother, but it was about acknowledging the fact that there is a very unique perspective, a unique worldview to navigating motherhood and entrepreneurship. There's a psychology that mothers often share. And there's that psychology of the business owner as well. So I wanted to create this space where we could talk about that and where we could, as I said, unite, build community, cheer for one another, and also teach back so that other women can benefit and realize what they want to achieve in their life isn't selfish, that it doesn't have to mean less time with your family, doesn't have to mean being tired and being overwhelmed and being overworked that you're worthy of this too. And these episodes have come out weekly over the past four years. And as I have evolved as a person and with my knowledge and my mindset, the podcast has evolved. However, it remains true to its initial purpose of education, inspiration, and community for women, regardless of where they are in the world. And the ripple effects that are being felt far across the world by women of all faiths, ethnicities, beliefs, lifestyles are honestly astounding. And I just, I want to take a moment to stop and celebrate our forward momentum together, our progression, our collective journey and our community. And since we are massive supporters of female entrepreneurship, and navigating the motherhood entrepreneurship journey at the same time, I have asked several kick-ass women in business, some who you will be very familiar with because they have been guests on the podcast before and others who are appearing on the podcast for the very first time to join me here in this episode, in this unique 200th episode, to share their one best tip for early stage business owners who are just starting out. Their tips are phenomenal. And honestly, even if you've been in business for many years, you are going to be in for a treat because 
you're probably going to be nodding along or you're going to be like, okay, yeah, that's a good reminder. Thank you so much. I need to get back to that place. I need to do more of that or I need to let go of that. So this is another episode where you're going to want to take notes as usual with the episodes here at the Moms with Hustle podcast. I encourage you to do so if you can, but I'm just thrilled. I'm excited. I can't wait for you to hear what these women have to share. What a fun episode. What a fun way to celebrate 200 episodes of the Mums with Hustle podcast. Let's get into it. My name is Allison Hardy, and I help mompreneurs create beautiful, thriving six-figure businesses on their terms. So my tip for early stage entrepreneurs just starting out is to build your email list early. Like don't procrastinate on this. Every platform that you have, your Instagram account, your Facebook page, your Facebook group, LinkedIn, Pinterest, TikTok, Snapchat, or whatever it else is that I am missing that you're using, the function of that thing, that platform should be to build your email list. Now, why is this so important? Now it's important for three reasons. Number one, Your email list is yours and no one can take that away. It's not going anywhere. Number two, it's algorithm proof. So whatever change that you're experiencing on your favorite platform, you can take the time to learn about that change and you can implement and you can have the space to do that because you know your email list isn't going anywhere. That's your bank of potential clients. Number three, it can be totally 100% automated. Now, one of my jams is automation. So I'm a big believer in automation. Emailing your list, sending them through email funnels and sales funnels, creating habit-based actions within your email CRM. This can all happen on Automate. And for a busy mompreneur like yourself, you gotta have a way to build your business on Automate because life happens and your business still needs to show up for it when that does happen. And so email marketing is a fantastic way to do that. Hey there, this is Jennifer Allwood sharing with you one tip for business owners who are just starting out. So, you know, there's lots of things I was thinking that I could stay here, but the one thing that I really wanted to land on was get with like-minded people. Because if you're in the beginning, you don't necessarily have to surround yourself with people who are at the same stage as you. In fact, I would suggest not. I would suggest you get around people who are a couple steps ahead of you. But getting around like-minded people who are all looking for a similar goal. So this doesn't have to be like in your same industry. It doesn't have to be in your same town. In fact, I'd suggest You don't do either of those things. Look for people on the interwebs, which is what us middle-aged women call the internet. Um, Look for people on the interwebs who are all trying to do basically what you're trying to do in business. So if you're trying to build your MLM, get in a group that helps MLM people build. If you're trying to do courses in the online space, then get around a bunch of people who do courses. If you're trying to grow your social media, then get inside of a group that teaches you how to grow your social media. But what ends up happening is when you're just starting out, you're going to want to compare yourself because it's so easy to be like, holy smokes, I have so far to go that I wonder if it's even worth it. And being in a group of like-minded people will talk some sense into you. You're going to want to take shortcuts and just try to get from A to B faster. Number one, they're going to tell you which of those shortcuts are going to be detrimental to your business. But number two, the ones that are going to be good for you, they will help you. They will provide you with resources and people and tips that will be really, really helpful in getting you from where you currently are to where you want to go much, much quicker. Listen, the start of a business is always pretty sexy. 
but it's the middle that gets really messy. And it's in that, that start area where if you are aligned with the right people, it'll help you get into that messy middle part when you're wondering if it's worth it and you're wondering if you've made a you know crappy decision and all those things, they will help keep you on course. So get around like-minded individuals. Very best tip I can give you. And good luck to you. I'm totally rooting for you. I'm Steph Pace from Just Another Mummy blog. I love to share all things organization, life hacks, and just my experience with motherhood and mental health. I've also just created my very own first product, the Steph Pace Planner. My number one tip for those starting out in business would be don't be scared to show your audience the real you and the process behind your product. People want to buy from other people, so just don't doubt yourself and put yourself out there. Hi, it's Melanie Moore here. I'm a mindset coach and I help people to tap into their big vision. Now, if I could give just one piece of advice to people starting out in business, it would be this. Surround yourself with people who are going to believe in you and nurture your dream. Because when you're starting out, everything is really quite fragile, just like a seedling when it starts to germinate. It's so vulnerable. And your early business idea, your venture, that's vulnerable too. And that's why it's really important to surround yourself with people who believe in you, who believe in your business, who are going to pull you up on the days you're feeling down or the days you stop believing in yourself or the days when you think everything's going wrong. Because it only takes just, you know, one well-meaning slash negative word from somebody close to you. And it's almost just like trampling on that precious seedling. So yes, that's absolutely my advice. Get yourself an accountability buddy, surround yourself with a group of like-minded people and get support, support, support every single day. Laura Phillips here, the founder of Love to Launch. I'm a launch strategist and coach, and I help coaches, creatives, and consultants and authors, people who have a skill. I help them turn those into online offers and sell them through highly engaging, but super fun online launch events. So it really wasn't that long ago that I was at the beginning of my journey. And if I think back to the early days and some of the things I struggled with, <laughs> I laugh now, but at the time it was it was really painful. The thing that stopped me actually making the most progress was that I was always looking around at other people and I was getting sucked into the compare game. I would look at my competition and think I have no right to even competing against those people. I would look at people ahead of me and think I could never get to that path. And the only thing that stops you from doing is serving. So you've got to stay focused on your own path. And I know that's hard because everywhere you look around, you're going to see amazing people doing amazing things and you're going to compare yourself. But that is a surefire way to actually stop you from showing up as the person that you were born to be. Because truly, you only need a handful of customers to get started. You do not need to have millions and millions of followers online. You just need a very small handful of customers. And so if you are focused on serving, you're not going to be focused on the compare game because that is not a game you want to get sucked into. And so actually I wanted to give you some practical tips, like create more than you consume. One of my favorite mantras and something I tell myself every day, because this is still something I have to work on, is scrolling is for wannabes. And I know that if you're here listening to this, you're not a wannabe. You're someone who wants to have an amazing business. So don't scroll, write that mantra down. 
scrolling is for wannabes. And I say that because we can get so sucked into comparing and scrolling and consuming. We forget the most important thing is to actually create. And so the way that I get around that is that mantra. I journal on it every day and every night, but I set myself up for success. I don't have my phone with me during most of the day. I do not look at my phone in the morning. I am really structured throughout my day and I do the more reactive things in the afternoon because my precious morning time is about me showing up, doing amazing work, being me and not getting sucked into watching what anyone else is doing because what you want to do is have people watching you, not the other way around. Hey everyone, it's Lisa Cordoff here and I help women bust through the subconscious stories that are keeping them stuck and spinning their wheels in my program, Ready for Change. I do this now after building a successful online business, helping mums feed their family more whole foods. And I started that blog initially and community back when I had three children, four and under. I had nap times to work in, you guys, and I knew that if I didn't get a business off the ground from this blog when my baby turned one, that I was going to have to go back to work, and I didn't want to do that. So here is my one piece of advice for anyone starting out and building their online business. You do not need a stack of time. What you do need is to get cool with taking imperfect action. Because nothing, not one thing that I have ever done has been perfect. And if I kept myself in that state of procrastination because things weren't as perfect as I wanted them to be, then nothing would have ever got done. In the first 18 months of my business, I earned a quarter of a million dollars. And that was with a baby. I was I had a baby with me the whole time and two days of family daycare. You can do it just get stuff done and out the door. Taking that action will reward you. Get in the game, stop waiting for things to be perfect and have a crack because the lessons are always come from the doing, not just sitting on the sidelines. Good luck. Go for it. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Oh, one more other thing. Show up in service and show up with lead your business with love. If there's ever a day where I feel like I don't have my mojo, I just think, how can I help someone today? And we have this amazing social media platform to do that. So go out. doesn't have to be perfect. Get in the game. See you soon. Hello, my name is Jada Selmer. I'm a three-time business owner, best-selling author, host of the Lead with Love podcast, and creator of the Love Over Metrics Incubator for female founders. I work with passionate entrepreneurial women to help them build their communities, grow their business empires, and make a bigger impact in the world. Now, I've been an entrepreneur for over 10 years, and after struggling through many of the same challenges you're experiencing as you grow your business, one tip I'd like to share with you is don't put a timeline on your dreams. If you don't reach a goal right away, do not lower your ambition, just extend the timeline. As an entrepreneur, you will realize that everything takes so much longer than you think. They say that you overestimate what you can do in a year, but you underestimate what you can do in three years. So give yourself time and space to think and dream about what you really want before you start doing. I like to create a three-year vision. I've also created vision 
boards that paint the picture in words or actual cutout pictures of what I want my home, my relationships, my health, my business to look and feel like. And you can start with these questions just to get you going as you start to imagine what type of business you want to build. So ask yourself, what inspires you to get out of bed and show up fully for work? Write why you do what you do. The next question, what do you do every day inside your company? Think of the tasks and activities you spend your time on that bring you the most joy. Last question, as a result of the work that you do at your company, what do you want to create in the world? What type of results do you want to create for your clients and your customers? Describe what's unique about your business and its mission. So I want you to really think about that big picture vision because without a roadmap and a vision to pull you forward, you will feel confused and overwhelmed. Start with the end destination in mind so you have focus and clarity. Now go create your vision. Write it, share it, declare it. Wow. How amazing were those tips and insights from my beautiful friends and entrepreneurial peers? You know, it wouldn't be a Mums with Hustle podcast episode if I didn't jump in and also share one of my own hot tips for early stage business owners, people who are just starting out. And if I had to choose one, oh my gosh, only one, it would be to stay curious stay curious. Get curious about why things worked. Get even more curious about why things didn't work because there are seriously, it can sound so corny, but there are seriously no failures. There are lessons. What you and I go into whenever we say, jump online and we do a post or you do a live or you launch a thing or you create a new product, we all go into it with a certain set of expectations in terms of the results that we want, the desired results that we want. But those results are only one way of measuring how effective something was. Those external results are not the be-all and end-all because you either get the results that you want, or you get the lessons that you need. And too quickly, like too often, are we so quick to just be like, oh, yeah, tried that. No, it didn't work. It was horrible. Or did that. Ouch. And, you know, it stung. Like, I can't get over it. I'm not doing that again. It was a horrible experience. And we abandon it. And I just want everyone to know that there are lessons in that. It doesn't have to mean that we don't do something again. We just have to get curious. What didn't work that we could do differently next time? Or what was the lesson in that? Even if that lesson is getting clarity to move through and just being like, oh, you know what? I thought I wanted that, but I actually don't. And that is okay. That is a win. So stay curious uh, and find fun in that curiosity it's like children at play. They experiment, they test things, they drop things, shake things, they see what happens. If we can stay curious and play in our business rather than being so attached to this set 
of expectations that we have really made up, then business remains fun and it's energizing. We can truly choose to feel exhilarated by new experiences and playfulness in our business or experimenting, or we can choose to be really rigid. We can make a big set of rules for ourselves. We can make things be so serious. We can always just focus on the expectations in terms of output and results. And then when that happens, not only is it not fun, but we start to just judge ourselves and we stop thinking that everything is possible and we stop being curious. We stop moving forward. So stay curious, ask yourself questions and then ask questions again and question every thought and just be like, okay, why do I believe that? Is that really true? Is that thought even serving me? Get curious about what you believe, what you're telling yourself and why that is. Get curious about the results and the lessons that you're getting every single day because we're not victims. We, we're not at the mercy of the Instagram algorithm or at the mercy of coaches that we have and, and the courses that we buy and, you know, how much foot traffic is coming to our store. We're not powerless. We are powerful. So that is my big tip. You are powerful and stay curious. Again, I want to send a big virtual hug and a massive thank you to all of the lovely ladies who took the time to contribute to this episode. That is you, Jennifer, Laura, Melanie, Jada, Alison, Steph, and Lisa. You are all so incredible, such incredible women in business and an invaluable part of the Mums with Hustle community. If you're listening to this episode and you want to connect with any of these ladies, then you can find out all of their details by just checking out the show notes of this episode. And I would love to know from you which tip resonated the most with you at this point in time. Like what was the tip that you really needed to hear in order to move forward? And of course, if you have a tip to share, something that has helped you, then I would love for you to share that tip with us as well jump on, be brave, do an Instagram story, tag me and share your tip or share your thoughts. Maybe I will be able to repost yours. I definitely love doing that, sharing as many as I can. You never know. So make sure that you jump on, do your story, but also tag me, which is at mention me at Mums with Hustle in that story. And before I love you and leave you, I do want to remind you that we are running a giveaway for a some ladies who leave a podcast review on iTunes between now and the end of October. You're going to be entered into a bit of a draw and we'll be sending quite a lot of you, um, we're going to have multiple winners, a bit of a special prize in the mail to show you our gratitude. So to get in on that, make sure you head on over and leave a review. It means so much. But make sure that in that review, you're also leaving your Instagram handle so that we can get in touch and, of course, get your address um, so that we can send your little prize pack over to you. Thank you so much. Thank you once again. Thank you for celebrating this episode with me from wherever you are in the world. Massive virtual hugs to you, my friend. Until next week, stay happy in your hustle. Hustle.